Welcome to Renegade Rules. Kick back, settle in, and let us fill your ear holes with early learning information, wisdom, and advice. And now, here's Heather and Jeff. Welcome to Renegade Rules. I'm Jeff Johnson. I'm here with Heather Shoemaker. Heather is the author of It's Okay to Go Up the Slide and It's Okay to Go Up but It's Okay Not to Share. Heather, I'm a little bit nervous. I've never recorded an actual podcast with you before. We've talked on the Child Care Bar and Grill podcast, but this is a whole different thing for me. How uh, how you doing? Good. Yeah, this is our, our first episode our, of our new podcast series. Our so. first our first episode and I promise I'll get better at this. Um, the whole the whole idea here for this podcast came is is Heather has been a guest on the Child Care Bar and Grill uh, show a number of times. She's one of our most popular guests and I, I really have enjoyed talking to her and she has such good information and so for about a year I've been bugging her saying, Heather, you should really do a podcast and um, I like to think I finally broke her down and 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 convinced her to to give this try this format a try for getting her information out into the world is that a fair assessment of what what happened heather yeah your persistence is admirable <laughs> the, the truth is i just annoyed her and and she decided to decided to, the best way to get me to shut up was to to try a podcast um so no really the the whole idea here is we want to create a show where we can share some of the ideas and insights from heather's books but also um look at some of the stuff that's going on in the world through the lens of of the uh, the renegade rules when we see stuff that's coming up on social media or in the news i think this show will give us a opportunity to to comment on 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 those things with the the renegade rules in mind uh right. i i think it'll yeah, be i think the name the name sort of sums it up the renegade rules is, is just taking a different look on life because too often i think especially when it comes to young kids we assume just because everybody's been doing it or everyone does it a certain way in our culture or our families have done that you know the way we were raised doesn't mean that it's really what kids need so it's sort of a, a lens to look at things just a little bit tipped on their side a little bit differently yeah and I, I think it's important that we do that because sometimes we get so caught up in this is the way my parents did it and I turned out okay and so and this is the way everybody around me does it and it's easier to keep doing it this way stepping back and taking a fresh look at things is often scary and uncomfortable and 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 we need a little bit of a nudging to to do that Because it can have amazing results when we do that, but we also, especially if, if we're a bit stressed or something's going on with our kids that gets us in a moment of stress, well, then we, we're going to fall back on what we know or what we heard somebody else say at the grocery store or what our, our mother always said to us. So we just reach out for something, any handhold, and, um, but we can also think things through ahead, learn a little bit more, and then, believe it or not, life becomes easier. You, you kind of build a habit for for taking that that skewed look, that fresh look at things, don't you? Yeah, yeah, it becomes a new habit. And it helps to have some company along the way when you do that because it can be a little lonely to be a renegade. So that's 
another reason why we're having this podcast is to give everybody that jolt of confidence that you need in your everyday life when you're working with young kids um, because sometimes it is a bit lonely when you're home with, with the little ones or out in the park or wherever you are. Yeah, you, you, uh, you, you, this is a chance to create a, a renegade tribe, I guess, um, a community of people that are, that are on, somewhere on the continuum of, of, of taking fresh looks at the way we approach these issues. And uh, we want people to, uh, to be able to gather information from the episodes we post, but we also want feedback. So uh, if you need to get a hold of Heather, you can get a hold of her via her, her website, which is heathershoemaker.com, right? Yes, that's right. And if you've got questions specifically for the show, uh, topics that you'd like us to discuss in future episodes, comments, those kind of things, you can post them to the Upstairs Studio uh, page on Facebook, and we'll make sure we uh, we post both those links in the in the show notes uh, because we want we want that community feeling. So if there's if there's issues, concerns, questions that you want us to address in episodes, by all means, get a hold of us through the Facebook page. And if you need to talk to Heather, if you've got specific questions for her. If you want to book her for a speaking gig, if you need a, a thousand autographed books for a group, that kind of stuff, get through it, get a hold of her through the website because uh, uh, that's where she'll take care of those kind of things. Um, the whole community thing, I think, is real important, Heather, and and we want this to be that. But I, I got a question for you: how, how, what, what turned you into a renegade? <laughs> I think I might have been born a renegade. <laughs> oh, I. <laughs> Um, well, one of the main influences, of course, was um, my mother, who worked for 40 years at an unusual preschool in Columbus, Ohio, the School for Young Children. And she started teaching there when I was about three or four. So I grew up with this philosophy, and, and for some of the people who have already read some of my books, they know that this school was the uh, inspiration for many of the ideas that are in the books, because they give kids boxing gloves in the school day <clears throat> and encourage them to punch each other. So it's, it's a little different than your typical preschool. Uh, so I grew up with that philosophy, and I grew up feeling like I was respected and I could not imagine um, having any better parenting. And by the time my brother and I got to high school, we were the only ones kind of sitting out to the side when all our peers were complaining about their parents we actually didn't have anything to add to the conversation. <laughs> There's a disadvantage for you. Oh, man, talk about feeling feeling like an outcast in middle school when everybody else was complaining about their mom and dads, and, and you're like, um, no, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that is the, the greatest compliment. And the other greatest yeah. compliment, now my brother and I both are raising our, our kids, and he's the main, he's the parenting dad in that family. Um, so we're following the same renegade example that we were brought up with and that this school exemplifies. So again, repeating something, not because it's just what we knew, but because we felt respected and valued and that this was a great way to raise a human being. So um, yeah, I was born a renegade maybe because I, I tend to watch and look and look on the outside of things and say, hmm, a lot. But I also had a great example to follow starting from very, very, very young. And I think that's another thing we need to remember when we're when we're taking a look at at these uh, these concepts. It is it's well, it may be uncomfortable for us as adults, whether we're we're parents or working in an early learning program, to embrace some of these things if they're new to us. 
Um, the other thing we got to look at is 20 years down the road. Um, mm-hmm. What does the standard quo, the, 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 the way we're used to doing things, give to these kids 20 years from now? And what does following the renegade rules give to them 20 years from now? What kind of adults do they turn into? And, and right. I, I think those, those, the renegade rules are really a, a, a great way to create the, the future adults that we'd like to uh, have our, our world populated with. But Jeff, I think also um, 20 years from now is, is, a, is a great legacy, but we're also unknowingly influencing our, our own adult friends and fellow parents and fellow teachers and things more than we think. Um, every time that we um, use a renegade rule or, or do something in just a way that's so respectful of a child's emotional needs or social needs or whatever it is, and we do it in a kind of a visible place. Maybe you're out in the park and you just say aloud, instead of keeping it quiet, you speak aloud. You're actually giving tips to the person next to you who's overhearing you. So you're, you're beginning to influence people as a mentor or just as a friend by them watching you parent and seeing the results. So it kind of spreads. It, yeah, you don't it, have to always wait 20 years. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And I think that's one of the the the... the the challenges I hear from a lot of people, I'll go out and I'll do a speaking gig and I'll, I'll talk about loose parts play or, or more risky play or those kind of things. And w- what I hear is, I'm, I'm all for this, but I got a co-teacher who's totally against this and, and how do we make this work in my program? And, and, and the thing is, we can't, we can't directly change other people very easily, but if we bring our best selves to the experience and and um, follow our heart when it comes to this kind of stuff we we do like you say rub off on other people and so we are there there is there is a chance for them to to learn through our example and it's it's never um maybe not never uh often not an easy task to be the renegade but you are influencing those people around you Right. And the other thing is, you mentioned earlier, continuum. We are all on a continuum of learning and becoming that better self. So um, it doesn't matter where you are on it. Um, Some messages will hit home today and some won't hit home for a couple of years. It's just we're all moving along certain paths. And, you know, it's okay to give yourself a break and say, I can take in what I can take in right now and, and and acknowledge that you're not born instantly a parent or or a or a child care um, teacher. It's it it's a gradual process, um, and we're going to come to uh, a comfort level with some of these things at different at different stages. Yeah, and and that's going to vary day to day probably too because it, it depends on your stress levels and because like you say uh, when when we're really stressed out and all those kind of things we kind of revert back to that that uh, that person we used to be so some days we're going to be really good at this and some days it's going to be more of a challenge. Right, and what's wonderful is that the more we can use these techniques with uh, with the young kids, this will will be creating their habit. So when they get out of control or angry or sometime in their life in the future, this will be what they'll be falling back on. If we do it enough, that's that's their that's their second nature. Yeah, that looks like magic. That becomes their norm. So I I got a story for you that kind of kind of illustrates a little bit of what we've been talking about uh, yesterday. I'm uh, I'm I'm hanging out with grandbaby. She's uh, three, three and a half, 
and uh, we're talking, and she's she's irritated about something. I don't know exactly what I said wrong, but she's irritated with me, and she says, Papa, just go away with this really serious tone. And I said, oh, okay, really? And she said, yes, go away. And so I said, okay, I, I, I'm going go, to go to my shop. And so I, I put on my boots and my jacket and headed out to my shop for a while. And she, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not abandoning the child. Her, her, her mother and grandmother are around. Um, and and I, I was thinking about this. When, when her mother was little, I probably had days where I would have got after her for talking to me with that tone. Uh, a lot of it had to do uh, with the fact that I was working in a program where I was really stressed, more stressed than I knew, and and not always mindful in the moment, and uh, and 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 so I had to I had to pat myself on the back a little bit yesterday because walking away when she said, "Hey, leave me alone," was was probably the right thing to do in that moment for her and me because it would have escalated probably into a, a bigger disagreement between us and 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 so that's part of that continuum that's part of that growth cycle I I, I think mm-hmm. yeah I mean your story demonstrates something that so many people ask is well how do you stay so calm when the child is upset or you know in those moments of stress and uh, because when I have a child either flailing on the floor or just very, very upset or one that says, go away, and I had a child say, go away to me just this week, so (laughs) it happens all the time, and I did go away. Um, But when we're calm um, in the face of anger, um, I think it's it's something that we can learn because most of us aren't calm in the face of anger. But one one thing that really helps me keep that complete equilibrium is just more knowledge of child development to know that this is okay and in fact it's healthy what's going on and to not be worried by it and just understand having that understanding makes me completely calm about the situation it, it, uh, it's so hard uh, <laughs> it's not easy no it's, it's it can be such a struggle but i i, I found it, and it, it, it is a practice thing it is a knowledge thing uh, and, and it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a self-training thing. It, it is. It's and practice it, on other people's children is critical, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my, my experience was always that, that I was better at it with other people's children than my own because your own children know exactly where your big flashing red buttons are and are often not reluctant to push them and and so I mean my kids were always much better at getting under my skin than than anybody else's kids mm-hmm. and I think for somebody who's who's trying to get a more mastery of of keeping calm during a stress point I think it can help to spend some time being somewhat in charge of other young children whether it's volunteering at a preschool or um, you know babysitting someone else's kids those experiences um, can really help because then you're detached. You don't have that emotional tug. And if they're upset because they're not getting another cookie or whatever the issue is, it doesn't feel like it's the end of the world and you have to really get into a huge power struggle. Um, And once you've practiced that, trying to apply it to say, look, it's just the same thing. There's nothing really wrong here. So that has me envisioning a, instead of, you know, how, 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 uh, 
soon-to-be mommies and daddies will go to birthing classes. I, I see this army of soon-to-be mommies and daddies going out and volunteering in Head Start programs oh, yeah. and preschool programs all over the country um, at, in, in preparation for the, the bundle of joy that they're expecting. I think that would be awesome. Yes. Well, you know, instead of maybe even reading parenting books, I'm not against people buying parenting books, obviously, but, but get, getting that real-life practice Yeah. so essential. And, you know, get out there and interact a bit, especially um, when you can have some wild emotions going on, you know, have, a, have be with the kids enough, not just to be playing a game, but to be helping um, when they're having a hard time. That, that's the most um, helpful for the adult to learn. Oh, now I want to start that apprenticeship program. Oh man, there could be T-shirts and and a and a and a cap and <laughs> and a, 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 a iPad cover with the with the uh, the program logo on it. I, I see I see a lot of merch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, the truth is, we all learn from mentorship, whether it's oh, yeah. just being around another adult or an aunt or whoever it is. But um, you know, we don't always the the way we were raised gave us an example. And if we're not completely comfortable with the way that we were raised, we have to seek out other examples. So um, rub shoulders with people who you really admire how they treat young kids and, and, and just spend time in their shadow um, and, until you get your own sense of style and how you might be able to do it. I, I like that, and I think that's what that kind of sums up this podcast too. This podcast is a chance for you to rub shoulders with other people that are with people that are on this this uh, renegade rules path. Um, I, I could promise you, um, I, I've got plenty of stories about the way I've screwed up as a parent and caregiver over the years, <laughs> and, and 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 willing to share them. And I'm sure sure Heather's probably made a mistake or two, or or had a setback now and then. Um, and and so I want I, I don't want this podcast to be just just us spouting off, hey, this is what you should do. I I, I think it can also be uh, us talking about, hey, here here's here's a problem I had, here's a mistake I made, and here's what I learned from it. Because I think those kind of stories can be can be really beneficial for people that are going through through that learning process too. Um, because like we've talked about a couple times in this episode, we that we're all on that continuum, and uh, and this is just uh, a, a, this podcast is a chance for people wherever you are on that continuum to jump in and uh, and be part of that uh, that process with us. Right. Yeah. We'll be good company along the way. Yeah, I hope so. We're coming up on, on 20 minutes. We're planning on keeping episodes to around 20 minutes long. Uh, we found that that's a good uh, length for episodes when people are are on their commute or exercising or washing dishes or kicking back with, uh, with a uh, uh, glass of wine at the end of the day. And uh, that's, uh, from my experience, that's when most of the shows are listened to, those kind of situations. And so we're going to wrap it up now, but we'll be back next week with another episode. And what are we going to be talking about, Heather? Um, re- re- recess, isn't it? Recess. Every child's favorite subject. Recess. I, I got a lot of thoughts about recess. We'll be back next week with an episode about recess. Thanks for listening. I'm Jeff Johnson. Say goodbye, Heather. Goodbye. We'll be back. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with another episode. Music by Alexander Shoemaker. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.